but this is in no way true. As the Bible declares, it was written by God. It is God's written declaration of Himself to man. Everything we need to know about God, about life, and about godliness and morals can be found between the covers of this amazing book. As a result, the Bible does not ramble. God is not merely filling up pages. Every word and every statement in the Bible has meaning, and when something is repeated, God has a reason. One of his often repeated subjects in Proverbs, chapters 1 through 6, is the immoral woman. Well, prepare yourself. The entirety of Proverbs, chapter 7, deals with this subject. This is no accident, for God makes no mistakes. It is purposeful, because a lack of morals is a problem for all people for all time. This subject is as relentless today as it was 3,000 years ago when Proverbs chapter 7 was written. Since immorality is such a major problem, how can you and I avoid, approach, and manage this rampant problem? How can we stay pure in an impure world? Proverbs chapter 6 verses 20 through 35 and all of chapter 7 address this issue. Obeying God's Word leads to purity. Here's a great axiom that seems to say it all. The Bible will keep you from sin, or sin will keep you from the Bible. It is evident, as we are introduced to the topic of the adulteress, that wording like, observe the commandment, and keep my words and treasure my commandments within you, are alerting us to the importance of God's commandments. Here are some keys to avoiding immorality and living a life of purity. Observe God's commands. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 20, chapter 7 verses 1 through 2. God wants His children to live a moral life according to His Word. He wants us to treat His Word and His commandments as profound, serious, and vitally important, and that includes the sin of immorality. Internalize God's commands. Proverbs chapter 6 verses 21 through 22 Chapter 7, verse 3. It's one thing to read God's Word, but you reach a whole new level of wisdom when you internalize it. Regarding His Word and His commandments, God instructs us to bind them continually on your heart and write them on the tablet of your heart. Both of these scriptures are referring to the habit of memorizing God's Word. When we memorize and meditate on God's Word, it is with us at all times. Wherever you go and whatever temptation comes your way, God's word in your heart and mind will guide you. When you sleep, it will watch over you, and when you awake, it will speak to you. It's much harder to sin when God's word is written on your heart and flowing through your mind like blood flows through your body. That's what the psalmist advised in Psalm 119, verses 9 and 11. How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to your word. Your word I have treasured in my heart, that I may not sin against you. Trust God's commands to guide you. Proverbs chapter 6 verses 23 through 24 and chapter 7 verse 5. Life in our fallen world is a murky, precarious, deceptive undertaking. There are myriads of dangers for a child of God. It is extremely reassuring to know that God's Word gives you guidance, 
In the same way, a lamp is a light to guide you down a dark path. For the commandment is a lamp, and the teaching is light. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 23. Count on God's commands to guard you. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 24, chapter 7, verses 4 through 5. Both Proverbs chapter 6, verse 24, and chapter 7, verse 5 use the word keep which conveys the idea of a guard, a bodyguard, keeping watch over you so you are safe. In the same way, God wants to protect you and yours from the evil that surrounds you. Rejecting God's Word Leads to Sin The parent and father in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 24-35 through 35, carefully describes what an evil adulteress looks like, how she acts, and the tragic consequences.